On today's episode of the Creopact podcast, I want to talk about why excessive technology makes you procrastinate, not want to do things, and tell yourself that you're not good enough. This is a little bit of an in-depth podcast that I did, took a lot of time to do some research on this, and I think it was an incredible one, one of my some of my best work, so stick around to the end. And if you guys enjoy, please uh, feel free to follow us on Spotify, wherever you're listening, share it with a friend, and follow us on all socials at The Career Packs Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, why excessive technology makes you procrastinate? Welcome back. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. On this pod, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give a little bit more than I can get. Okay, I want to jump right into this topic today because this is a topic that is very important to me, affects a lot of people, and I spent a lot of time on crafting this podcast to make sure that it touches on all points and makes sense. So I learned this all from a guy named Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube. His name is Alok Kanojia. Incredible, incredible YouTube creator. He talks about amazing things in regards to ADHD, attention meditation, anxiety, depression, everything about life. So highly recommend you guys check out his channel and this video that he did in regards to, you know, what I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, I'll link it all below. So excessive technology can make you procrastinate. I feel like in 2023, there are so many people that feel like they are not good at anything. They don't want to do anything and simply procrastinate. So I looked into the science of this, I watched this video, and I wanted to share my thoughts, my learnings, because this is kind of the disease of 2023 that so many people carry, including myself. And there's definitely more meat to the bone on this entire topic on things that make you procrastinate and why um, all the reasons in terms of why you don't feel like doing anything or why you feel like you're not good at anything. I want to focus today specifically on just technology because it takes up a lot of our life. We use it every day. We use it for four, five, six hours regularly for most people. So I'm only going to be talking specifically about the technology side of things. So again, quick backstory. Growing up, I never really felt like I had a quote unquote knack for anything, anything that I was like naturally really, really good at other than just talking to people and building a cool connection. That's what I always did. I was always talking. I was always, you know, trying to make friends uh, talk to people that were older than me. That was the only thing that I was like, okay, Neil, like this is something that you're okay at, but there was never that definite thing that I was like, dude, I am gifted at this. I'm extremely good at this. I know I'm good at this. No, it was never that. And I had massive periods in my life where I did not feel good with myself internally. A lot of them, you know, recently within the last like three or four years, but just overall an entire lifespan from like the ages of like 11, 12, all the way like that 10 year period, like being skinny, uh, where I was super, well, I was fat originally back in like fourth, fifth grade. Then I got super skinny. And then after I got skinny, I started having a ton of acne. I sucked at basketball, um, telling myself I'm not good in school or I can't get top tier grades like the rest of the kids. Even at work sometimes feeling down because I'm not the top sales guy not being able to speak clearly or make sense when I do a podcast. So these are all times in my life where I had feelings of not being good with myself internally. Okay. But the big disclaimer 
that I wanted to put before I even get into anything, aside from those periods of my life, is that we must realize that there is so much research done in terms of technology that's created, the time, effort, and energy put into these machines, softwares, and algorithms to keep us on our phones, iPads, laptops, just technology as a whole, because it is designed to do this. People with PhDs, MDs, economists, they all do this as well. These devices are made specifically to keep us on our phone for hours on end. Hours on end. And, we, and we're very unkind to ourselves without realizing the millions and tens of millions and even hundreds of millions of dollars that have gone into these things. So that is the immediate thing that we got to realize, that there is an attention marketplace filled with companies battling for your attention in order for them to make money and profit off of your attention. No, not many people think about it like that. We're very easy to shit on ourselves, but there's like a lot more guns in the room and there's just one of you. And all those guns are the millions of dollars and all the resources, time, effort, and whatever is put into crafting these machines to suck your attention away from your reality. So I'll break this episode down in three parts. Part one, why does technology make us feel like this in the first place and make us procrastinate? Number two, why do we keep using it and telling ourselves uh, these things that, oh, I procrastinate, I'm not good, I'm not good at anything, I don't want to do anything. And number three, what is the solution to it? What do we do? So part one, why does technology make us feel this way in the first place? Making us feel like we procrastinate, don't want to do anything, we kind of hate ourselves, not good, all that. If you have something that you are naturally good at, and this is just like a simple thought experiment, you may not realize that you have an affinity for it. If you're just naturally good at something, there's things that we just assume everyone is good at or that it's easy for others as it is for you. Think about what are those things that are obvious to you that you think you're good at. If those those are potentially the things that you can tell yourself that you are good at. That's just like a quick little thought experiment. Okay. So when you want to do something, when you want to do a task, an assignment, something on your checklist, something on your to-do list, the first thing that happens or that we must realize is that your act of doing that thing 100% depends on your internal emotional state. Do you feel good? Where's your confidence level at? Are you fatigued? Are you tired? Do you have energy? There has to be a positive emotional state in order for us to start whatever it is that we want to do. All of us have tasks. All of us have things that we want to get done. But when we start telling ourselves that we're not good at anything or that we don't want to do anything after consuming hours of technology, it's because you are not in the right emotional state. So the reason we may not do something and reach for our phones and technology is because it'll suppress our negative emotions. And this technology is a constant feedback loop to shove all those bad things we feel about ourselves down the hole. That's what that's what this little phone is. This this phone that you are using to listen to this podcast, it's just a big dis- big distraction to hide from your feelings and your emotional state. All the bad things that we tell ourselves when sitting around on our phones, like, man, I didn't get anything done. 
I'm lazy, I'm weak, I'm undisciplined, I can't do anything, it has more to do with this and that. Telling yourselves all that, it doesn't, it doesn't really do anything. You're only telling yourself all those things because of your state. This, the emotional state that you're in when you're trying to do something. Hence why I talk about all the times on this podcast where, where I allow myself to be bored. I go for a walk, take a cold shower, read a book. Any of those things that allows me to disassociate from my work for a little bit. And then use my other hobbies and things that I like to do to rejuvenate me in order to come back and get my shit done. Those three things that I listed off, they change my mental state. They change my emotional state of being in order for me to get things I need to get done, done. So then what happens? Part two, why do we keep using technology and telling ourselves this in the first place? The reason we keep using technology is because the more engaging it becomes, there comes a suppression of something called the anterior insular cortex. Now you guys are like, dude, what, what is this gibberish this dude is saying? Well, what is that? The anterior insular cortex. This is the core region that integrates interceptive states and emotional awareness and consequently guides behavioral responses. That's like the that's like the nerd definition of it on like through a simple Google search. But the simple definition is your awareness. And your awareness, it starts to become suppressed due to this excessive use. So for example, if you notice yourself before you go to bed, if you're going on TikTok and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to check my um, Instagram or TikTok before I go to sleep. You start checking your feed and then real quick, the next thing you know, it's 2 a.m. or past midnight. So it's very easy when our anterior insular cortex, once it starts to become suppressed, 10 minutes can become 30, 30 can become an hour, one can become two hours and so on. And again, that all happens because that part of our brain starts to become suppressed. Our awareness just starts to go away. It becomes sucked in to this technology or whatever it is that you're consuming. So then what happens after that? Once we've realized that we messed up, right, by consuming all this technology, we start blaming ourselves. And this blame is something that gets us stuck in that negative hole morning rolls around and then you're like oh my gosh i'm so sleep deprived i'm so tired um i had to study i didn't get anything done i can't focus at work Ugh, nothing is making sense like i don't know what this dude is trying to teach me or i don't know what my manager is trying to tell me to do why aren't i getting everything i need to get done i'm super lazy i'm on discipline i'm horrible and these like small little negative thoughts start to compound and compound over time consistently and the sad thing is is that our entire language about ourselves and the way we treat ourselves the way we talk to ourselves it changes we start to treat ourselves like we're the worst human being on the planet and this pattern causes us to mess up our internal emotional state even more like i said it's just a compounding of negativity Hence, until that emotional state changes, we won't want to feel like doing anything at all, keep telling yourself that we're not good at anything, and essentially just keep, quote-unquote, procrastinating. I have a funny story, right? So 
like this this thing that I've been doing recently. I, I've been I've been loving GTA lately and playing it online with friends. So whenever I want to play GTA, right, or if I'm doing something that I know I need to get done, like for example, if I'm like drafting up a podcast or something, and I'm like, dude, I just need to like go do something that's a little bit decompressing, that's stress free, that's fun that I can chill, have some laughs. I start playing this game to change my internal state. And I joke around and I call it procrastinating with my friends. Like, hey guys, like you want to play so, you know, I can procrastinate for a little bit. And they're like, no, we're gonna not going to help you do that. And then they end up playing with me anyways. Um, but it's mainly to have some fun, laugh more, do some dumb things with friends. And then once that's done, once I finish playing, I feel a little bit rejuvenated with a little bit of mental clarity. And most times after I do finish playing, I do some more creative work right after. I, I would either record, I would draft, I would um, edit, do something. Okay, so with that mental clarity to get back to my task at hand, I do that to change my internal state of feeling. Like if I feel I'm not making sense or that I don't have anything to talk about today for the pod or I tell myself that like, dude, you just don't know anything like these weird negative thoughts come in. I, I do those things to change my internal state. And all that happens to me, guys, like pretty like regularly. Like when you do something every single day, it is bound to happen. Like for me, at least, because because there's times where I'd want to tell a specific story or create a specific video or or combine or connect the dots in a certain way in a podcast and I'm not able to do that like the previous day or something like that and when I'm not able to do that it's very easy for me to beat myself up over it and I do that and a lot of the time our incorrect way of processing our emotions and emotional awareness is the thing that we call quote-unquote procrastination we, we just label it as procrastinating when in reality we just don't know how to process our emotions and be a little bit more emotionally aware of the thing that we're going through. Like for example, like when we, when we labor, like when we label ourselves like this and keep blaming ourselves over and over, calling ourselves these horrible things, are we going to get up, meditate, go talk to a friend, talk to a, uh, talk to our partner, see a coach, go see a therapist about the way we feel about anything in life? Probably not. Probably not. We just grab our phones and hope that we feel better about ourselves. And it continues to suppress everything that we don't want to feel. And the thing is that it's really hard to stay motivated, stay confident, feel like you are doing something, accomplishing something, or are actually good at something. If you keep telling yourself you're not good enough or not good at anything and that you're a waste of space in this world, like there is no way to be motivated to do anything. If we keep telling ourselves that. And I'm not, and by the way, another thing, I'm not saying you specifically who's listening to this are in the state or are the type of person to do this. I'm just saying that there are a lot of people who do struggle with this, with the idea that they're procrastinators and they're not good at anything and they don't want to do anything. There's so many people like that, especially young people in this world with the evolution of social media, TikTok, all the short form content. So, Part three, what do we do and what is the solution? 
first thing is to recognize that our thinking is black and white. So for example, if we're making these all or nothing statements, like I would only feel better if this happened, I can't do anything right. I'm never going to be perfect for someone or I'm never enough. Nothing is working out at all. I can't catch a break. Everyone else is better than me. All these absolute statements are black and white statements. They're just a sign of us not thinking logically. And what it essentially is, it's it's an increase in our emotional activity in the hippocampus and amygdala. And what that means is that we just we're just thinking emotionally. We're thinking irrationally. Nothing is logical based on the statements that we're making. And the important part to realize is that the world is not black and white. It's just not. That's a fact. It is just simply important to be aware that whatever you're saying, if it is black and white, is just a bunch of baloney. It's bullshit because it's just not true. And this reigns true not only for this type of conversation where you're saying horrible things to yourself, but this reigns true for all types of all types of conversations when you're with friends or with family, with peers, with strangers, anything. So if you're saying like, oh, all Democrats are better than Republicans, all Republicans are better than Democrats. This religion is the best religion. This is the only good food for this type of category. Nothing else. There's no one better at this than me. There's no one better at this than this person. So making all those absolute statements, making all those all or nothing statements, that is signs of black and white thinking which the world is simply not. Going back to becoming aware of our black and white thinking, why don't we start to ask ourselves, hey, why do I feel so crappy about myself sometimes? Why do I feel this way? What is the cause of this negative emotion? I'll give you guys an example. Like if, if you're sitting down to study, right? Like let's say, if, let's say if you're studying for an exam, you sit down to study, ask yourself, hey, how do I feel about this? How do I feel about me sitting down to study? And if your answer is, oh, who cares how I feel? I just got to do it. Well, it is that statement we make that starts this entire negative spiral of thinking. Because what happens when we make that statement is we lose emotional awareness. I'll give you, again, a personal example. For example, if I'm sitting down, right, and I'm drafting a podcast and I ask, and I ask myself, um, hey, how do I feel about this podcast? For me, it's really rarely like, oh, it doesn't matter. Who cares what I feel? I got to do it. No, it's more so, okay, I have to get this done. But why do I feel this inability to say what I want or be clear? Am I fatigued? Am I hungry? Am I in a bad mood? Do I just need to talk to my girlfriend? Do I just need some time away from the screen and distract myself by drinking some water, going and talking to my parents, reading a book, going for a bite, going and playing some basketball? By doing that, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm building awareness to my current state and why I feel the shittiness that I do. And by doing that, it'll cause me to think a little bit longer and it'll cause me to maybe step away from my computer a little bit about why I'm doing this thing, how I'm working and really understand why the thing that I'm doing to me is valuable and is important. But if we're just making those statements like, oh, it doesn't matter how I feel like I just got to do it. Like we devalue the thing we're doing by saying that. And it starts to appear in other ways, like the lack of motivation, uh, the lack of wanting to do anything, procrastinating and scrolling technology and social media for hours. 
if we ask ourselves these simple questions before we do something, for example, how, how do I feel about my podcast today? Why do I feel this way? How can I improve it? Why do I not want to record today? Why do I not want to go to work today? Am I not enjoying it? Am I enjoying it? What's causing that? Why do I feel this way? Why don't I want to get X thing done today? There's so many people, so many people that probably have this disease of this absolute thinking, black and white thinking, and telling ourselves these negative things that just aren't true due to our lack of emotional awareness and lack of lack of asking ourselves these simple, basic questions that'll help us walk through our emotions and the way we feel. If we start asking ourselves these questions, if we start understanding our emotional state in the current moment, they will give value, your answers will give value and help you acknowledge that actual task at hand. And by giving it a precise meaning and acknowledgement, it'll make the task not only easier, but a little bit more enjoyable as well. And some days when I'm making this podcast, I lose meaning on doing this podcast. Doing something every day, every day is very, very challenging. It's not easy, especially when you're, when I'm trying, not your, I guess I'll talk about myself, especially when I'm trying to do it at the level that I want to get to, that I aspire to be at. Doing it at that level is challenging. So coming up with a new idea, coming up with something good every single day, it takes a lot of mental space. It takes work. It takes time. And I acknowledge all of those things. However, there are days where I'm like, dude, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't know if I'm good at this. I don't know if this is something that I should be doing. But then I take a step back. I'm like, okay, Neil, well, why, why do you feel like this? Again, do you just need to step away? Did you lose purpose of your mission and why you started this? Why did you start this? Look at all the growth that you've had as a human being from day one to day number 139. And just thinking about that and just reminiscing on the journey and just makes you want to keep going. And then the cherry on top for me to keep going is like the people who listen to this is like a room, a room full of like people in a classroom. And I'm like, okay, shit. Like, you know, these people, they depend on me to put out something good every single day, you know, in your brain, a, uh, a classroom full of people, it may not be a lot, but if you are in person and see 20, 30, 40 people just sitting in front of you and you're speaking and they're listening, that'll change your perspective on why you do something. And that is my way of changing my emotional internal state in regards to this podcast whenever I don't want to do something or I don't have the mental energy to just sit down at work. All right. I lied to you guys. So there's not three parts. There's a part four. Here's the fourth part, which is something that if you've made it this far into the episode, you guys are probably thinking. I know everyone is probably like, Neil, sometimes in life, the things we do, they do suck. And we don't really want to do them, but we have to in order to get to where we want to go. And I hear you. So part four is called acknowledging doing the things that suck. Here's a good example. Let's say you want to be a doctor 
or a nurse or a lawyer or an engineer, etc. Anything that requires, you know, lots of time, effort, and energy to develop, just like anything in this life, but let's just stick with school to be specific. In that process of becoming those things, there is a ton of school that's required. So there may be classes, there may be, you know, advanced classes that you don't want to take, long study nights, random quizzes, lots of exams, mental ups and downs, etc. So there's two approaches to this. If you're someone in that same position of trying to become any one of those four things or, again, anything gargantuan in life. Here's the shitty approach. I hate all this work that I have to do. Man, I need to do it. I can't wait for all this to be over so I can just become a doctor, lawyer, engineer, etc. I don't get to have time with friends. My early 20s are wasted. I can't travel anymore. I don't have any money because I'm in debt. I can't do this. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. This is horrible, but I have to keep going. I have to keep going. I have to keep doing. Uh, I hate all this. I hate all this. That's the first approach. That's a very shitty approach. And that is an approach that will keep you in a negative mood, down and out, sad, anxiety-filled, depressed. And that is very, very true for a lot of people in this world. And when we do feel shitty like that, when we do start saying all that, all that nasty things to ourselves, we pick up our phone. We, you know, go on YouTube. We do all those things to suppress our negative emotions. That's the first approach, a shitty one. Here's a kinder one. Hey, I'm just going to talk to myself and I'm going to just use my name. Hey, look, Neil, I know this is part of the journey and it's hard right now. It sucks. It can be draining. And dude, look, I know the next step that you have to take right now may be tough, but you know what it is and you know what you need to do. So just take it one day at a time and understand that this is all part of the process to get what you really want someday, which is to be a doctor nurse, lawyer, etc. And that is the second approach. We can be kind to ourselves. We can be kind to acknowledge the things that suck in our life in order to get to where we want to go. And just on an emotional level, even if you don't want to do something, even if it does suck, the way you talk to yourself and the way you address those things that you got to do that you don't want to do, that is what's going to make the difference in your internal state of being able to accomplish that task even though it may suck because let's face it everything that we want in this life is on the other end of just doing stuff and we have to do stuff but some of that stuff that we got to do it may freaking suck acknowledging your sacrifices acknowledging the thing that sucks and bettering the way we talk to ourselves is what's important we can be mean to ourselves over the sacrifices we have to make, or we can acknowledge them, understand that it's okay to be honest about them and how we feel. But just remember that it can be done in a very, very kind way. So to bring this all together, the reason technology, technology, these phones and these things in specific make us feel like not wanting to do anything or feel like we aren't good at anything or telling ourselves that we procrastinate is... Because these, first off, these devices are designed for us to use them obsessively. So just understand that. And that we blame ourselves with no regard for compassion. There are no regard of, like, with no regard and having no compassion for ourselves at all. We start thinking in only black and white terms. 
which leads us to even a more shittier emotional state internally, which leads us to fail the day, fail tomorrow, and the day after that, and the day after that. And until we get a grasp on our emotions, the way we talk to ourselves, those little questions that, and, and until we start asking those little questions to ourselves about why we feel the way that we do, you're going to keep telling yourself that all this technology and all these things that you have around you are making you procrastinate and are the reason for why you're not good at something, why you don't want to do anything. When in reality, it's just like, hey, just assess your emotional state and figure out a way to change that state. We're never going to get things done and tell ourselves that we are actually good at something and that we can do something. So that's my 30-minute rant on why I think excessive technology makes you procrastinate. Wait, did I even say that right? Procrastinate? Oh yeah, I did say it right. Procrastinate. Lately, I've been having a hard time pronunciating my words. I don't know if you guys noticed that on this episode, but I don't know. I got to start doing my um, little pen exercise that I do. I just like stick it in my mouth in, well, that sounds so weird. Oh my God. And you know, this is audio only. So you, you guys don't even know what I'm talking about. Holy shit. But it's like, it's not vertical. Like you take the pen horizontally and you put it in your mouth and you like bite down on it. And it's supposed to help you enunciate your words a little bit better. I do it before I interview people. I think it makes a difference. I don't know. All right. But enough of this guys. Look, if if you're someone who has an excessive technology usage problem and you keep telling yourself all these nasty things to yourself that are not true, assess your internal emotional state of being. Learn how to ask yourself the right questions and it is not something that is unachievable and you you are good at things. You know how to get things done. You can do them, but none of that will happen if you don't learn to be kinder to yourself. All right, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for joining. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, follow us on Spotify, wherever you're listening, and follow us on all socials at the Korea Packs Podcast everywhere. If you guys also want to just chit-chat with me, email me, Twitter DM me, Instagram DM me, do something. It'll be fun to have a chat about this because I think it is a very, very prevalent topic in 2023 for a lot of young people. And just, and not just, like everyone, everyone in this world deals with this. So if you want to talk about it, hit me up, take care, tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely, genuinely deserve it. I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Take care. Love you.